This is what you say in English. Every week, you will listen to Frank's professional advice on speaking for exam preparation or for your personal development. You will get valuable advice on how to use grammar, vocabulary, discourse, and pronunciation. This is Season 2, Episode 2. Hey, welcome again to episode number two of season two of What You Say in English. Today I have a full mock exam for the C1 uh, with two girls, fantastic girls. They did an incredible job. I got them from the uh, C1 preparation course. I will put the link in the description of today's episode. It's a Facebook group and if you're preparing for the C1 advanced, um, go there because you will find a lot of people, incredible people who will be in the same situation as you if you're preparing for the for the C1 advanced. Um, their names are Monica and Daniela. Uh, Monica is from the Canary Islands and Daniela is from Buenos Aires, Argentina. And they, they did really, really well. So I did a recording and they got their feedback. I, I sent them the, the, the original video. And I will also post the visuals as part of the description in, in today's episode so you can follow what uh, what their exam was like. And of course, uh, as usual, I stop the recording from time to time to give my comments and give my impressions on their performance. But before we get started, let's take a listen to our sponsor. How long have you been preparing for your IELTS exam and still don't know how to improve? TakeIELTS.net takes your exam preparation a step further by mixing real-life mock exams with full reports on your performance, written by real IELTS examiners. More than 53,000 test takers have benefited from a recognized and trusted mock exam with high reliability and high-quality standards. Save 10% in your next order with what you say in English. Go to TakeIELTS.net and use the code WISE, that's W-Y-S-E, during checkout. Great. So even though that uh, today's episode will be devoted to Cambridge exams, remember that if you're preparing for the IELTS, you have to use my code uh, WYSE and you'll get a 10% discount in your final purchase and you will get an incredible mock exam for a full mock exam for the IELTS with incredible feedback written by IELTS examiners themselves. So don't waste any time. Go ahead and use my code. So without further ado, this was the C1 mock exam. Good morning, my name is Frank. Um, uh, first of all, I'd like to know something about you. Monica, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Gran Canaria. It's one of the uh, islands in Canary Island. I have been living here for my life. But I used to spend some summer, long times ago, summers in another one island in Lanzarote. Okay, uh, that's a good answer. It was a little bit overextended and probably the last bit of information was uh, kind of irrelevant. Um, it's a good answer. I mean, remember that you don't have to 
give a long, long answer. I think when when she mentioned that she lived in one of the islands and da da da, and that she has been living there for that time, I think that was more than enough. I'm not saying that that it's a bad answer. I mean, it's a good answer, but um, you know, you have to be careful, not overextending. Uh, too much and if you do it on a constant basis you know like giving irrelevant information but overall it's a good answer uh, remember that um, it's very normal to practice this question because this question will come up you know yes or yes and you have to make it as natural as possible so very good thank you and Daniela where are you from um, I'm from Buenos Aires, uh, Argentina. Uh, it is located in South America. Um, I live in, in, the, in the city, for example, near the, uh, the Obelisco, the, the most. Uh, um, you know, the, the favorite places uh, of the tourists <laughs> when visit Buenos Aires. Thank you. Okay. Uh, she's lucky that <laughs> I've never been to Buenos Aires, but she's lucky that I, I've seen pictures. I have friends living there and I know what she's talking about. But um, you have to be careful in this case not to give words in Spanish, for example, the obelisco. Um, try to think about it as someone who doesn't speak Spanish is asking you the question. If you give that bit of information your interlocutor, I mean, the other person would look at you like, uh, <laughs> um, what exactly did you say? So there could be a kind of a break of communication in that sense. Um, you might probably have to do a little bit of explaining, you know, you did explain later that it was, um, you know, a tourist place. What I like about both of you in the first question is that you are not lost lost for words. I mean, you know what to say and you know how to say it, which is good. And um, at advanced level, we that's what we expect, you know, that we expect people to, um, you know, say something and extend their answers. So as a first question and, and as a warmer, well done. Daniela, how long have you been studying English? Oh, you know, I have been studying English since I have uh, I was five years old. Um, for me, uh, you know, learning a language is uh, amazing. Uh, you can communicate with anybody in the world. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, so I, I uh, again, I had the feeling that she was going to extend probably giving um, irrelevant information. So you have to watch out. You have to keep concentrated um, on what the interlocutor, the examiner is asking and giving information and extending only to explain uh, or to give an, a detail which is relevant. Remember that the word relevant in English means connected. Um, it, it, it could also mean important. For example, I know that in Spanish, relevant means important, but in English, it does have the meaning of being connected. So when you give relevant information, you're giving inf information that is connected to something else. So in this case, 
um, asking the question, how long have you been learning English? Um, she started really well. Um, she made a mistake, but she corrected herself. So that, that kind of mistake doesn't count um, because, you know, she immediately corrected. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, then the second part was a little bit like going off the topic. Okay. So you have to be careful with, with the questions and try not to give information that is not really connected. Remember that connection, making something relevant is, is important. Thank you. And Monica, um, if you could change one thing about your life today, what would it be? Hmm. I could change many things, I think, but one <laughs> of too. them, maybe I could like to, to change, or maybe I could like to have the opportunity to travel more before having children, <laughs> because when you have uh, sons, it's not the same, sons and daughters. So I wish I had traveled more before, uh, yes, and yeah. Thank and try you. to live this kind of experience. That that was a good answer. That was a good answer. I think she extended well. And two things that I, I would like, well, not two, one thing that I would like to, you know, stress is some consonant clusters. A cluster, C-L-U-S-T-E-R, a cluster is a combination of letters when we pronounce. For example, um... I know that her being a Spanish speaker, um, it's consonant clusters can be quite tricky, especially when there's an S involved at the end of the word, because I know, um, as you know, as in my case, I speak Spanish and, and I know that final S's are not usually pronounced. So in her case, when she said sons, sons and daughters, she she made the end sound a little bit like an M. So I perceived it as sums, not sons. Okay, so um, it's not a problem. And I'm probably being a little bit picky. Okay, but we are in advanced level. I mean, is it enough to pass? Yes, definitely. I mean, from context, I mean, I could hear uh, what you were trying to say. Daniela, uh, Monica, sorry, Monica. Um, and, but, you know, be careful with consonant clusters. Uh, try to identify um, which clusters are problematic for you. Okay, I will, I will watch out for the rest of the, of the speaking task, of the speaking test, if, if I can notice any other clusters that you have problems with. Thank you. And Daniela, do you, do you prefer to work alone or as part of a group? Um, good question. Um, <laughs> I prefer to work uh, in group, you know, you can share experience uh, and also you can help uh, to anybody. Help to anybody? No, help anybody. Okay, so we don't use a preposition um after help help anybody it's a it's a it's interesting to help each other mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to work when it comes to work that's good that's good um and overall that's a good good answer and the beginning when you said i could see 
literally that I could see that you thought that genuinely it was an interesting question okay for you so well done In this part of the test, I'm going to give each of you three pictures. I'd like you to talk about two of them on your own for about a minute, and also to answer a question briefly about your partner's pictures. So, Monica, it's your turn first. Here are your pictures. They show people doing something for the first time. I'd like you to compare two of the pictures and say what might be difficult about doing these things for the first time and how enjoyable it might be to do them. All right? Yeah. Okay, before I start, I do remember that um, Monica did really well. Um, I, I think she hit all the right... Uh, uh, spots. I mean, she she had like a checklist of things to do here, and I think this is a very good example. Um, I will confirm it after we listen to her, but um, I I will tell you I will tell you now, Monica. Um, you did really well. I'm that's what I remember when when we did the the speaking. You can start. Okay, uh, pictures one and two. There is a strong similarity between both of them because in both pictures uh, I can see someone uh, doing something for the first time while in the first... Okay, well, that's part of the task. I mean, I might not consider it as part of my judgment to say something, but what I do like is how she began. She began by talking, stating the similarities between the first two pictures. And, and this is how you should start. I mean, you should st start with the obvious similarities. Victor, it will may uh, well uh, have been taking or taking a class in a piano class, and it's uh, really difficult if you haven't had any experience on that one. Uh, while in the other one, uh... while in the other one, I mean, she's answering the first question with a picture. And at the same time, she's comparing and contrasting, and she's about to start with the second picture. So this is the way you do it. Very well done. I'm impressed, Monica. The second one, uh, it could easily... Uh, mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, ...having uh, any contact with uh, this kind of kite, and mm -hmm. this is quite difficult. Vocabulary, kite. Very good. Because she uh, could easily need... Uh, uh, the help of someone. And um, both of them, I think they could on the top of the of the world because if they like it, this kind of things, is both activities uh, could be very enjoyable. Again, she's answering the second question with the two pictures together. Um, and this is the way you do it. I mean, don't just individually talk about two separate pictures bring them together, see what they have in common, what they don't have in common, and answering the questions, that will give you uh, room and, and space to make all the comparisons and all the contrasting uh, as much as you want. Very, very well done. And yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, di I do remember that she did really well. I was thinking 
while she was doing the task, I was thinking, wow, she's hitting all the spots. Very well done. Congratulations. Um, useful for them if you like, if they like it, this kind of things. I Thank suppose. you. Thank you. Daniela, which of these activities do you think requires the greatest coordination skills? Um, from my point of view, I think... Uh, Very good. I mean, she started from my point of view. That's... Uh, it's a, it's a question about opinion, so you might as well start with a with an expression that states your opinion. You know, learning to play a piano, mm -hmm. uh, you have to to know the. You need coordination. Mm -hmm. uh, Very good. To to know the sounds. Mm -hmm. uh, the sounds, uh, uh, probably the notes, would be a more appropriate word for this. Yes, uh, definitely. I think that learning to play a piano needs coordination. Thank. But apart from that, I mean, apart from the probably using a, a, a better, a more appropriate piece of vocabulary, I think her answer was perfect because normally we expect people to give uh, answers of thirty seconds, and that will probably give you time to say two or three sentences. And I think she kept it to the right length. Wonderful, because it's very easy to get carried away. Oh, I want to say more, I want to say more. And then you have people overextending. And it, this is just a reaction to what the other partner said. Okay, so um, Daniela, well done. Um, that was the right length. Thank you. Now, Daniela, here are your pictures. They show people looking at impressive things. I'd like you to compare two of the pictures and say why the people might be impressed by what they're looking at and how memorable the experiences might be. All right? You can start. Okay. In the first picture, uh, there are a group of, of people um, looking at some pictures at probably a, a, a museum. Uh, an art museum, and in the other, uh, there are a group of people looking at uh, strangers, or yes, you know, people who who are good at uh, doing this kind of exercises and and, and dancing. Uh, okay, she's having a little difficulty um, to find the right words to describe the second picture. Um, and of course, when you, when you don't know which words to use, uh, in this case, you resort to explaining what is going on. And for this, as a, as a piece of advice, you can do what she's doing. She's using complex sentences, um, people who are doing th this and this and that, that can give you the chance to use complex grammar and use it effectively. So um, I think even though I would have loved to hear words like street performance, street artists, and uh, bystanders, people, bystanders are the people who are on the street, onlookers, we also have the word onlookers, people who are just looking on the street, looking at something that's going on. Um, I would have loved to hear those uh, uh, 
a little more complexity in terms of vocabulary, but I think she's doing well. She's managing quite well. Okay. Um, again, I would love to hear a little more, um, you know, bringing the two pictures together. Okay. But she's doing well. I, I think she's, she's answering and she's satisfying the questions just enough. Um, in the, in the first option, uh, you know, the, the, the kind of, of, of material, the colors, uh, the, the shape of the, of the, the, I don't know how to say, but I don't know how to say. I mean, I can I can feel that she's struggling to find words, um, and that that can happen. I mean, remember that vocabulary is is crucial, is essential. In 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 part two, we expect people to come up with very good vocabulary, which has to be topic related, um, and of course we have you know, a situation in which people are in an art gallery or museum, they're looking at paintings and pictures and things like that. And we normally say paintings when, when uh, we refer to like oil on canvas and, and things like that. So we, we, we want to hear, for example, words like canvas, oil, paintings, and artists, and maybe some uh, vocabulary about artistic, um, you know, styles like um, mo modern style or, um, you know, in this case could be abstract, for example. Um, so a little, a little more, I think I was missing from her a little more of topic related vocabulary. And remember that part two gives you the chance to do that and try to stay away from too much description because it's very easy if you don't know what to say, it's very easy to get um, to get to the descripting thing, you know, like you're describing, describing, describing. And we don't want to hear that. I mean, at advanced C1 level, we want to hear people um, stating not the obvious. I mean, that what we don't see is obvious. Of course, you, you see people in, a, in an art gallery looking at paintings and you see people doing something on the street and other people looking, but... We want to know what you think of them, what, why the people are in that situation. And in this case, we have the two questions. Why might the people be impressed by? And that's only speculation. So doing a little bit of speculation, you know, that's what we want to hear. Images uh, is very impressed. Um, in, in, the, in the other way, in the other... Mm -hmm. So she's contrasting here. Um, you know, the, the strange things you can do with your body. Okay. <laughs> Thank okay. you. So I had to interrupt because the, the minute was over. Um, remember that when the examiner says thank you, it doesn't mean that you're doing bad. I mean, it's, it means that time is up. That's it. Um, so again, my advice to you, um, Daniela, is that, you know, try to bring up more topic-related vocabulary, try to speculate a little bit more, stay away from describing too much, because um, describing is only acceptable at B2 level. You know, when you get to B2, I mean, of course you have to describe, but still you have to speculate more. And it's only two pictures. And for PED level, for B1, it's only description. Okay, you don't, you don't have to speculate. So let's continue. Um, Monica, 
Uh, which of these things do you think would attract the most visitors? Oh, I think I, in my humble opinion, without any... Okay, in my humble opinion, without any... Doubts. Without any doubts. Those are two very good expressions. She's using them to give her time to say something, to think about something. So don't, don't underestimate the power of those fixed phrases. They will give you time to say, to think about something. Uh, I would say the Taj Mahal, I think it's... Okay, Tash Mahal. That's the way we say it, Tash Mahal. Okay. I know it's a weird word, it's a pronunciation for a place, but in English we say, as, as, as far as I know, I mean, in my, in my English, I would say Tash Mahal. It's one of the best things and amazing things that you can see. Uh, um, uh, this uh, uh, incredible building receives every year many, many tourists. So mm -hmm. I think without any doubt, this one. Thank you. Okay, again, just like um, what um, Daniela did, she kept it short and she kept it to the right length. So to both of you very well. Um, so as a, as a final thought for part two, you both did well. Um, of course, um, Monica did really well in terms of organizing the information. Um, I think Daniela did really well in terms of using, explaining something whenever you feel that you're lost for words, you don't know what to say. I think you can resort to explaining something. So I think, Daniela, you did that really well. That gave you the chance to um, use complex grammar, complex sentences. So uh, well done. I, I, again, um, it's not bad. I mean, both of you did well. But in your case, um, you know, uh, Daniela, I would have loved to hear a little more uh, topic-related vocabulary. Now, I'd like you to talk about something together for about two minutes. Here are some animals that people might find important and a question for you to discuss. First, you have some time to look at the task. <clears throat> Now, talk to each other about how important these animals are to people in these situations. You can start. Well, I, can I start? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, doing, uh, about doing medical research. Okay. Before we get to the point, um, Monica did something that it's very common in this part. Like, since you're, you're going to interact with the other candidate, you know, asking if I can go first, if I can start, it's a normal thing to do. Okay. And, you know, you can come up with the expression you want. And she said, can I start? You know, if you don't mind, can I start? You know, that's fine. So, you know, I, I don't have to remind you, but I think this is something that, you know, um, candidates have internalized really well. I think it's quite important. Maybe it's not so 
just for a fair for the animal, but mm-hmm. it's, nowadays it's uh, quite important for us to to look into different kind of uh, things. Uh, what's your opinion about that? Yeah. Okay, she's initiating a turn. She's expressing her opinion about the first point, doing medical research, and she's asking the other person's opinion, the other candidate's opinion. So um, that's what we normally do okay so let's let's see in in the case of uh, in daniela's case for example i would expect her to react to extend and if she wants to she can just initiate another point you know it's very important to uh develop uh extend you know and and probably initiate another turn Okay, not to take a passive role, like just react to what the other person said. I mean, you can also take the leading, um, you know, position and and start something new. Yes, my God, you know, uh, you are absolutely right. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in this way, you know, for example, using horses for police work. Okay, good. She's linking using horses for police work. Um you know, she's trying to link another point with the what, you know, uh, Monica said. Uh, you can, you can. I think that you can uh, choose another ways to 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 do this work. I don't know, cars, trucks. Uh, um, and what about what do you think about this zoo safari? I know. <laughs> I, I think now this is important. I know, agree on that one. I think this is not a real uh, life, they, a kind of life for them. So it's important nowadays because the, uh, the people like this kind of things. Okay. I think Monica is having trouble, having problems, you know, to make a coherent uh, point. I think I understand what well. I understand what she's trying to say, but I think that the way she's putting all the words together is a, needs a little bit of revising. Okay, so um, in that case, she's uh, losing a little bit of control over the grammar of you know the putting all the words together. But I don't. I don't like this one. Uh, what about? <laughs> I don't like this one. <clears throat> so, uh, be be careful. I mean, just because you don't like a point, you can have a, a an opinion, and don't don't feel afraid of expressing your point of view. I mean, we want to hear people, we want to see people engaged in in the activity, and you know, like uh, saying what they think. Um, so, take it as an opportunity. I mean, if if you don't like it, say why you don't like it. I mean, I think it's a it's what we call a missed opportunity. Well, only a household <clears throat> pet nowadays. Um, yes, um, you know, maybe for 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 children, you know, they they are uh, they they love pets in some way. But you know, from my point of view, they have to know their responsibilities to having a pet, you know, feeding them. Uh, okay, I think that Daniela is giving a very good answer. Um, 
she's giving reasons why, you know, uh, owning a household pet is, you know, uh, an important thing for people, um, in this case for children. And what I would expect from um, Monica is to react to this. I don't know. Um, taking to, to to the street to, to have some air fresh. Um, some air fresh? Fresh air? Okay. So she, you know, mixed it up? Yes. Thank you. you. Thank you. Okay, um, so the task was was brought to a to an end because the the time was over. Overall, I think that they could they would need a, a little bit of work on this. I think they could have done a lot better. I think they were a little bit lost. Um, they didn't they didn't follow um, like a, a a logical train of you know train of thoughts, you know, ideas that one idea went to the other. I think they were just jumping from one thing to the next. Um, and that can, can affect, uh, you know, the performance of both candidates. So you do have to practice. So in this case, to you, uh, Monica and Daniela, this part could be greatly improved. Um, I think you both, you both did just enough and I needed a little more interaction. I needed, I needed, a, I, I, I need to see that you both agree, disagree, um, react to the other person's point of view. I think you were going every, I mean, each of you were going, you know, there were, you were dancing to your own rhythm, you know, like you were dancing solo. So, you know, so to speak, um, I, I would, would love to see a little more interaction, you know, in this, but was it enough? Mm, it was just enough. I think overall, I think you did really well in parts one and two. Um, part three mm, needs a little work, but you know, that's, that's what we have. So let's continue. Now you have about one minute to decide which situation might be the most important. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe we, to uh, uh, rule out, for example, uses house, uh, horses for police work. Um, very good expression. To rule out, that's a phrasal verb, you know, to eliminate. Very good. This is not the main one. Yes. Okay. You're right, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, to do in medical. I like it. I like it when people say, you're right. Like I have the power to decide what's right and wrong, and that's that's it sounds funny to me, but yeah, that's a good one. A research, I think, is not so important to um... no. Okay, it's not so important to. It's a common thing. Native speakers also say that, um, but you know, I think if you want to just show the examiner how much you control grammar. I think you should go for the standard. The standard is either or either. Okay. So when you dis, when you, uh, it's not important either, or it's not important either. Okay. So I know that too, you hear it all the time in the UK, you hear it in the U S and on TV shows and, you know, <laughs> but I think it would be better. I mean, you would show the examiner that you control the grammar more 
if you say either or either, you know, it has two pronunciations. And um, visited the zoo, for example. No, we are no. we are we agree with that one. So maybe it's between being led by a guide dog, but Absolutely. I think it's quite uh, crucial and mm -hmm. important. And owning a household pet. Oh, what's your point on that one? Between both. Um, I think that uh, you know your if you love to ha having a pet, you can have it. But if you love to having a pet. Okay, there's a problem there with the pattern. I mean, if you love to have, if you love having, okay? So no, no two. You, you don't need it. Yeah. But uh, I, I think yeah. that being led by, you know, uh, blind people. Yeah, yeah. Is kind of tough. Thank it's you. Something. Okay, I said thank you. It was more than a minute. I gave them more than a minute. Um, because I want... I wanted to get them to a conclusion. So remember, you only have one minute. Uh, so get straight to the point. Okay. Don't, if you, if you rule out, for example, one or two, just go quickly and reach an agreement. So it's very important that you come to an agreement. E even if you disagree, you can agree to disagree, you know, but you have to bring it to an end. Okay. So you have to wrap up the the final task so this is part four um daniela what advice would you give someone who is visiting a safari park for the first time <laughs> okay, I, I firstly I I would recommend uh, these people to to know the, the, the place. Okay, recommend. Uh, I know that it's a very crazy pattern in English, but we when we use recommend, we use the that pattern. So I recommend that people do this. Okay. Uh, if you want to take it further, remember that this can be considered as subjunctive in English. And when we use the subjunctive, um, you use the verb in the base form. So when you s use a third person, um, you can say, I recommend that she do this and this and that. And we say she do, not she does. This is if you want to keep it very, very formal. Okay. I recommend that she do something. But as I've said before in previous episodes, um, normally um, we're losing, in, in English, we're losing the subjunctive. And a lot of people are using just the simple present. I mean, I recommend that she does. Okay. So anyway, uh, with recommend, we use the, the, the pattern, I recommend that someone does something in this case, okay? Um, you know, uh, be, a, be aware of the, of, the, of the savage animals like lions, tigers. Mm -hmm. 
But that's a very good answer. I think she's using uh, good resources in terms of vocabulary. Uh, and um, maybe to take a camera to have some okay. to take some picture of them. That's good. Uh, but uh, be 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 aware of the of the animals, of the savage animals. And what about you, Monica? Well, I am. I agree with. Uh, Did you say I am agree? <laughs> Okay, um, Monica, remember, I agree. It's quite basic. You know that agree does not have the verb to be in, before it. So watch out. Uh, Daniela, up to a point. I mean, uh, t take a camera is important, but I think you... Take a camera? No, taking taking a camera is important. Okay. You should show up the atmosphere. The okay, atmosphere. I think not only was it incorrect, the pronunciation, um, but I wouldn't use the word atmosphere in that context. When we, norm when we use the word atmosphere, we talk about the feeling of a place, okay? Um, for example, if you go to a restaurant, you might say that the restaurant has a romantic atmosphere, okay? It feels romantic. It's how you feel a place. Okay. Uh, try to live the thing in that moment because nowadays the people try to live the thing in that moment. I think it's missing more appropriate vocabulary. People are concentrating on taking photos like they don't see the things. I mean, mm -hmm. they don't. When you go to a concert, they they record, but they don't see the the singer. So it's in that moment. I think you can take photos, but try to uh, to through feel the moment, I think. Uh, well, it's important to know some details about, uh, about the, the place, about the culture there, and enjoy it. I think it could be something amazing, so enjoy the moment. But I think she's making a good point. I mean, I would say that she's, uh, she's explaining something, she, she's organizing the idea as well. Maybe the grammar and the vocabulary needed a little bit of boost, like a little bit of help, but I think she was making a point and I I I would say that I agree with her. Sometimes we miss out opportunities and like we're not in we're we're in the moment but we're not enjoying the moment. We're not exactly like living the moment. So because we're using a mobile phone recording or something, we're taking pictures. Thank you. Um, some people say it's better to let animals live freely in the wild. What's your opinion, Monica? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, for example, what we were talking about before, uh, so, uh, she's linking ideas to what previously she was, she was saying previously. So well done. I know safari. I can I can stand with it as well. I can stand it, not with it. Okay, so I can stand it because it's not a real life for them. Uh, here we have got a zoo with whales. I can imagine that one, a whale in a big swimming pool. No, I think you, if you want to to see this kind of animal, you have to go another place. It is true that some of endangered uh, animals have to be in this kind of places in order to protect them. But in many cases, 
we are um, this is not a good thing for them uh, for us i think overall that was a good answer um uh, i think she was making a point and she was expressing her ideas in a, in a good way i think she did really well in this in this answer do you agree uh, uh, daniela yes absolutely i agree with monica for example here in buenos aires very good i think she's doing something that when you're you can see that the candidate is involved in the in the question when they start relating things from their own personal experience uh, she's extending she's expanding what the what monica said in her answer i think daniela uh well you will listen but um daniela you're doing something really well here uh, we we have uh a zoo, but uh, at this at this time is changing that and they are removing the animals to mm -hmm. another place well not removing the animals i would say taking the animals to another place to stay healthy to keep them uh, and yes they, they need uh, their space their you know mm -hmm. very uh, good to, to live in, in in another way thank you no that's a good answer i think that's that's what you're supposed to do in this part i mean you react but tr not repeating what the other person said i mean you're just expanding you're giving your point of view you're giving uh you're talking from your own personal experience as much as possible so um th this question in particular this is the way you do it yeah. now monica daniela um in your opinion is it ethical to use animals for medical research? No, no, I don't. I, I think Daniela, no. <laughs> I think Daniela, no. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I think, that, well, I, I always find it real, uh, really, find this really endearing <laughs> because I can feel that, um, in this case, Monica, she has a very strong opinion about it but she's lacking a little bit of the language needed to express it. So um, this is a part in which I can see that, well, she needs a little help constructing something grammatically correct, but I, I can feel her passion in answering the question. Uh, I don't know if maybe there is another way to do it. No, I'm not sure. Yes. I don't, I have uh, no idea about if there is another way to do it. I don't know if yes, you know that yeah. one. For example, I, I, I can remember the, the day that uh, I think that it was last year, but uh, you know, um, uh, that those news where you can see um, many dogs being free for the first time because of that medical research or being tested. I, I think that they, they, they have been tested. Uh, so it's, it's cruelty. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have to think in another way to, to test uh, medication. I don't know. Well, thank you very much. That is the end of the test. Okay. So um, I think the last question was, was well done um, again. Um, 
maybe a little bit of uh you know there, there was a, there was a little bit of hesitation but i would say that was a good answer overall i would say that uh, both of you would make a pass <clears throat> definitely um just keep in mind all the all the you know pieces of advice that i gave throughout the whole uh performance um it's just practice i mean i know that the advance can be quite mechanical in many ways <clears throat> it it can be quite artificial uh the types of tasks don't allow for much don't give room you know um to do a lot of things but um when you master when you're aware of what you should do i think you, it it can offer you a lot of possibilities so Again, very well done. Thank you very much for taking part in this um, speaking mock exam. And remember that I'm here to help you with any questions, okay? So thank you very much. So this was everything for today. Thank you very much for joining me in this episode. And remember that you can share this episode with any, anybody who would be interested in, in preparing for the Cambridge exams. Um, once again, uh, go ahead, visit my website, go to the Facebook page, like, subscribe in any of the platforms you have my podcast available. Also remember my email is podcast at languageteaching.com es so send me a message send me a recording or if you want to set up an interview go ahead and do it i would love to hear what you have to say in english so thank you very much and until next week bye bye